You're listening to a Fit Plus Love production. Honestly, I think the, the best advice I can give is just go for it and give it a go. I never thought I'd get this far when I did the workouts. I was like, I'll do the workouts for fun and it's a good workout. I never ever thought I'd actually make it onto the team. So I think you just need to make that first leap of actually going for it. Um, don't hold back. That was Rebecca Doxbury. This is Marnie Salop. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Marnie on the Move. Each week, I will be inviting interesting, innovative movers and shakers to join me on the show and share their story. You will discover and hear from thought leaders, experts, influencers, and entrepreneurs from the worlds of wellness, sports, beauty, fitness, fashion, and more. Marnie on the Move will feature an eclectic mix of people I know, work with, and think are generally doing cool things. On each episode, I sync up with my guests about life, career, and training, and showcase their expertise and story. Welcome and welcome back to the Marnie on the Move podcast. I'm your host, Marnie Salop. Today on the podcast, I sync up with Zwift Academy tri-team member, British triathlete Rebecca Duxbury, who came in second in her age group, which is the 25 through 29 age group last month at Ironman World Championships. We caught up during race week in St. George at the Zwift House to talk triathlon, the inspiration behind why she started in the sport, how far she has come, and what's next. Before we dive in, shout out to my partners at Inside Tracker. Inside Tracker is the ultra personalized nutrition platform that analyzes your blood, DNA, and lifestyle to help you optimize your body from the inside out. It transforms your body's data into meaningful insights and a customized action plan of the science-backed nutrition recommendations you need to optimize your health. Get 20% off today at insidetracker.com slash Marnie on the Move. Now, on to my conversation with Rebecca. Tell me, how did you get into triathlon? Like, where did it all begin for you? So I think I was probably about 14 and one of my sports teachers at school asked me to join the local club that she was setting up. Um, so I did it for maybe a year, didn't race, hated it, didn't think I was any good and stopped and never thought I'd do it again. Um, then met my now husband in 2017. He just qualified for Kona. He suggested I do a couple of runs with him, did a couple of bikes with him on his old road bike and the rest is history. What do you love about the sport? I really like its inclusivity. I think it doesn't matter if you're a pro, if you're a beginner, everybody cheers you on just as loudly. And that's something that I really like. There's kind of, there's no snobbery in the sport. Right. Um, it's one of, yeah, it's something that I love about it. And then in, in terms of the Zwift Triathlon Academy, how did that work out for you in terms of like, how did you get started? How did you hear about it? When did you do the Academy? And yeah. All those things. Dial us into the Zwift Triathlon Academy. Oh, where did it begin? So I think I must have applied for the 2020 Academy, no, 2021 Academy. And it was my husband who suggested that I go for it and a couple of people in the club. I wasn't going to go for it because I didn't think I was good enough. There's a theme developing here. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, So I did, they ask you to do, I think it's five bike workouts and five run workouts. And then you have to do a run race and a bike race all on Zwift. Right. Um, So I did all of those things. And they send you a questionnaire and ask you to fill that in with some more details if you go to the next round. Then they ask for you to do a video about yourself. Um, 
which was the most mortifying experience <laughs> ever. Um, like talking about yourself and trying to big yourself up was just so embarrassing. Um, so then I had to do that. And then it was after that that, yeah, I got the got the call to say you've made it in. And so have you been training on Zwift all along, all this time? Yeah, so I think... When did I, I think I got Zwift um, not long after I started doing triathlon, actually, because yeah. obviously Dan had it. Um, so he so he got me set up on Zwift. So, yeah, I've been doing it maybe two and a half years now, two years. Yeah, um, I absolutely love it. And what trainer do you use? I've got a Wahoo kicker. It's awesome. It's right. my, yeah, I love it. Do yeah. you have like a favorite world on Zwift? I really like London, which I guess is because I'm From very there. British. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think because I recognize so many That's of the so landmarks. Funny. Yeah. I don't like New York. That's yeah. Oh, do you not? No. Oh, I quite like New York. I think it's uh, my favorite route on there is bagel, but that's normally because <laughs> it's getting near to breakfast time. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite's Macquarie. It's my favorite one. It's like very Japanese inspired. Like oh, you're riding yeah. Through. Now I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 I, yeah. Mean, yeah. I mean, I also like Watopia and I'm always trying to ride different courses, but I've been on all of them. But mostly I yeah. do my training on the courses. So I don't actually do a lot of the courses. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I need to because I'm clearly, I have a race in about four weeks that I'm unprepared for. <laughs> I feel like I always say that. I feel like, you know, that's just <laughs> like my say. MO. I'm never prepared. I'm sure that's not the case. So, but um, so when did you get to St. George? Uh, as in, when did I arrive here? Yes. Or, yeah. So last Wednesday, so we decided to spend more time here before the race and then have less time after it so that we could get used to the heat and yeah. temperatures. Did you come straight from London or were you somewhere, some, or Oxford or were you somewhere else? No, we came straight, um, yeah, straight from London. So how did you acclimate to the time difference and also the weather and tr for your training? Um, so we just, I mean, in terms of time difference, um, we just stayed awake until it was time to go to bed in the USA. We were quite lucky because we left our house about six in the morning and yeah. then we got to the there's house that we were staying in with friends, um, maybe like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. So by which point it was really ready for bed and it was dark. So that worked out quite well. We just didn't sleep. We've been awake for about 24 hours oh by God. that point. Um, and in terms of temperature, we've just like thrown ourselves into training midday. We've tried not to do too much early morning stuff when it's cooler. We've just like gone in the afternoon. So hopefully, yeah. fingers crossed. Have you done a lot of course recon? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But what are you what are you most excited about uh, for this race? Um, so my nickname with my friends is the mountain goat. Oh, so actually, okay. I really like hills. So actually, yeah, for me to have a hilly Ironman course is the best thing ever. Oh, you're in luck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the wall at the back end of it is fun snow canyon's going to be i mean it's it's absolutely stunning but that's gonna really hurt the legs i think really 100 miles into the race yeah oh because that's okay got it's it right i'm like i did it end. this morning and i'm still sore <laughs> <laughs> and i only did that segment that of it bit, yeah. yeah yeah it was beautiful though oh, it's, it's such a stunning bike course like i don't think i've ever been on such a beautiful bike course um, and being able to recce it means that actually now I don't have to feel so guilty about not paying attention to it on race day because yeah. I'm going to, you know, have head down, won't be looking around. I think it's nice to be able to kind of take in the sights and the environment. But like yeah. on race day, you're definitely going to be head down. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm looking around at the scenery, something's gone very wrong. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> That's my kind of race. Like, how are you feeling about the race going into it? Um, I'm, I'm really excited. I think it's it's exciting to have a world championship that's not that's not in Kona. It's something new and different. Yeah. I'm also it's it's my first Ironman World Champ, so I am really nervous. But I think that's to be expected. So yeah. It's just, I think it's good to be nervous. Yeah. Because it makes you respect. Exactly, and it shows and it yeah. shows that you want it as yeah. well. Um, 
so yeah excited nervous um apprehensive I guess as well have but, you yeah. been over to the water yet to swim yeah it's it's quite cold yeah um it's very cold but it's not as cold as I was expecting so okay I'm that's good to look at, at that as a positive positive. and what about your mental game like how's that for training like what kind of positive self-talk do you do when you're out on the race course it sounds really bad but normally I motivate myself with food <laughs> So like, do you get so, a donut like every, like do you, what kind of food do you motivate yourself with? So I use like, um, I mean, I use a science and sport bar, so I find okay. them quite yummy. So on the bike, I, you know, oh, come on another five miles and then you can have a snack. <laughs> um, but <laughs> the run is mostly along the lines of you just need to get to the finish and then you can have a burger and chips and ice cream and all these foods that you don't normally eat and uh, you know the ironic thing is I get to the finish line and go actually no I've I don't want anything it's funny Um, some other athletes that I've talked to on the podcast this week they have said the same thing where they just like they're all along on the run they're planning out like what they're going to eat and you know all the ice cream and burgers and then they get to the finish line and they can't eat for like 24 hours yeah I think that that's normally me at the end of a race and it's so disappointing because you've spent half the race going burger fries ice cream like on repeat in your head yeah no I like will plan out my entire dinner on like a long bike ride I'm like what am I making for dinner I'm like oh I'm off the bike ride already like I'm ready for like food yeah when I'm swimming I'm normally like I'm not even counting lengths so many times I get lost in my lengths because I'm going oh bagel and peanut butter or bagel and jam (laughs) that's so funny where do you where do you train um so I'm a member of Oxford Tri Club okay um so I've been with them for three and a half years now I think um so I I do some of my sessions with them like in their in their pool um but mostly we just do it in like the local leisure center well like my husband and I will go together so we're quite similar with things like the swim so we can just push each other awesome and what will you do for recovery hopefully nothing nothing Um, yeah I, I intend just to lie on the sun lounger for 24 hours and not move um yeah so hopefully hopefully not very much it's been an intense few weeks and then do you have another race after so I don't have a race for another two months I don't think um so I was going to do another Ironman in the UK okay um in July um but we'll see how that goes I'm conscious I need to recover from this one and it's going to be a hard day so. so and you love this distance yeah I do I think I prefer training for it than I do racing for it. I always forget how hard it is um on race day but now I do enjoy this distance do you have a mantra or anything besides food besides food oh dear uh, <laughs> <laughs> um I think just keep moving forward yeah is normally what I try and say to myself is you've just got to keep moving forward actually what kind of hours do you put in on training um I'm trying to think maybe now. during your sports specific time like the last six weeks before the race so I guess like it's been quite difficult for me because I used to work in a hospital. So I was commuting 45 minutes at least each way. And then lunch runs were not a thing because you were lucky if you got a lunch break. I've recently got a new job and that's revolutionized things, but it was really hard to get the volume in. So probably 15 to 16 hours at like absolute peak. Oh, wow. So, I mean, I know people that do an awful lot more than that, but around like my lifestyle, that was as much as I could manage. That's so. great though. I mean, that's efficiency is key, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think... Um, I try not to do like junk miles. Yeah. Every session has to have a purpose yeah. because that time is so precious. And so what do you do when you're not triathloning? Not a lot, to be honest. Um, I'm obviously, I've just said I worked in a hospital, so I am a pharmacist. Okay. Um, so I do a lot with uh, medications and dealing with patients, um, which is good fun and has its own challenges. 
Um, and I think that's probably about it. I think triathlon, actually, now I think about it, takes over my life. I've obviously just finished planning my wedding. Right, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> so I got married just okay. over a month ago. Okay. Um, so this is doubling up as our Ironman World Champs and our honeymoon. Um, <laughs> it's not a bad place to visit for no, your honeymoon. No, it's, it's, it's been lovely, yeah. So yeah, um, so yeah I, spent, I spent the last 18 months planning my wedding, so that's taken up quite a lot of my free time. I mean, it's kind of payback, right, for your husband who got you into the sport? That's made you I go on the long him. bike ride. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I now he him. has to make his honeymoon your debut at Ironman World Championships. Yeah. Oh, he is also racing. Oh, he so is he, racing. He is racing okay. as well. So, yeah. Got it. Awesome. Um, awesome. Is there any advice you would have for anyone on Zwift that might want to get into the Zwift Tri Academy and try to get on the team for the coming seasons? Honestly, I think the, the best advice I can give is just go for it and give it a go. I never thought I'd get this far when I did the workouts I was like I'll do the workouts for fun and it's a good workout I never ever thought I'd actually make it onto the team so I think you just need to make that first leap of actually going for it don't hold back I think yeah what's been really what's the best part of being on this team uh my teammates because <laughs> <laughs> um, I've yeah I mean in all seriousness I've, I've learned so much from all of them because we've all got so much experience between us but I'm probably the greenest triathlete out of the six of us. So being able to learn from them and giving them and them giving me tips and just helping me out with things has been amazing. And I don't feel embarrassed asking them silly questions like, how do I change a tire? Oh, yeah. Um, they can they'll just be there and help you out. And yeah. having like WhatsApp chat has been great. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like people in our community of triathlon, like they enjoy helping other mm. athletes. Right. Yeah. So it's not it's not like you have a stupid question. Right. Because. And, and and if they see you, they'll want to help you anyway. Like, I don't think I've ever changed a tire on my bike, except maybe in my apartment. But if I've yeah. ever gotten a flat out on the road, I would th like at least five cyclists will stop and try to do it for me. And I mean, I don't mind. Sometimes I'm like, oh, is it like mansplaining? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but when you're like riding, it's nice to have someone. I'm like, you know what? Do you? Change yeah. my tire. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I think, obviously, then my problem is I get lazy and I'm like, yeah. some guy comes along, I'm like, please change, change my, my tire. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, it's, and you know, there's PRs in tire changing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, do you have any tips that you've learned, you know, now from being part of the Zwift team that you might share? Like you said, you get a lot of advice from other athletes who have more experience in the triathlon world. I've learned a lot about nutrition while I've been with my teammates um I definitely realized that I was under eating not just in triathlon itself but just in in, ge in general life so that's something that I've learned from them I don't know whether anyone else needs that advice but basically eat as much as you like if you're yeah. training for an Ironman um was, was news to me <laughs> it's hard to get you know like when you're training even for 70.3 I find sometimes it's hard to get enough of the good food yeah precise calories mm -hmm. that you need uh, and so that's why, like, I've, you know, taken to drinking smoothies or yeah. other things like that, because you really need to get a lot of calories and you need to get a lot of nutrients yeah. when you're training at that level. And it can be quite difficult because your natural instinct when you get back from a long ride is normally to eat whatever's in the fridge. And yeah. you don't think about whether there's any nutritional benefits. Yeah. That I don't know. I think burgers are OK, though. I think burgers are. Yeah. Protein, they have yeah. like fat. It's protein. Carbs. Yeah. yeah. You know, totally cool. <laughs> well, this is so awesome. I wish you... Uh, the best success and have an awesome race. Thank you very Thanks much. Thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks. Thanks again for tuning in to Marnie on the Move. If you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. 
follow us on social at Marnie on the Move for Facebook and Instagram and Marnie Salop on Twitter. Head over to our website, MarnieOnTheMove.com for more info on this episode, links in the show notes, and of course, sign up for our quarterly newsletter, The Download, to get updates, deals, giveaways, and information on future events for 2019. I want to hear from you. Email me, MarnieOnTheMove1 at gmail.com and let me know what you're enjoying, what you want to hear more of, If you have questions for our guests, just reach out. 